Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. This is a special report. We head now to the oh, situation room where KT Fun Tweets is tracking breaking news. Holy sh! Hey! This Tim. is huge! Come on, man. Here he is, Kevin KT Turner. Saw this the other night on the John Oliver show, last week tonight with John Oliver. And I want to be very clear I'm not calling out any companies, not calling out anything. I just thought this was an interesting report. Oh, We're going to play some goes, audio KT. from it. I'm calling out Netscape. Now, coming up in about 10 days is Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day. What is that? It's like the summer Black Friday, uh, basically. Yeah. Is it just for Amazon Prime? Yeah. Okay. When you go to Amazon, they give you special deals. Okay. And people go and shop. For pickles? Well, here's what, no, people go and shop. I need some pickles. Yeah, you said they get deals. No, deals. Okay. I think you said deals. So, basically, how that all works, though, you order something. Well, remember all this talk that's been happening, all these warehouses that come into the area? Right. Or, or pe- cities bidding on these warehouses? Yep. We have this huge warehouse, and you have people who have a scanner, and they walk around... And they go collect all these items, and then they get put into a shipping location and all this stuff. Okay, there's a lot that goes on. Do you know the answer to this? Is there just one mega Amazon shipping warehouse here in the DFW, or do we have multiple? I don't know. I got a lot of warehouses. I don't know about that. No, not shipping. Shipping. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. I'm assuming there's one big Amazon mega center here in the DFW. I'm not sure. Okay. But I I think there's, I mean, there's tons of little little ones, right? If your Amazon text in at 877-881-1053. We don't want... Well, yeah, fine. You can. Yeah, it's fine. Do what you want. If you're Jeff Bezos. cut one that will play for you. Just a very simple layout. First of all, who's working in these warehouses? A lot of these... Not just Amazon, but a lot of companies, but Mm -hmm. specifically Amazon. Why are you going at Amazon? Not just them, but also it's everyone, but also kind of Amazon. Amazon, Where are all these warehouse workers coming from? The number of workers who lost their jobs at department stores like Sears, Macy's, and JCPenney since 2000 is about the same as the 444,000 hired by the warehousing industry. It's as if warehouses are absorbing America's lost retail employees. Okay, so retail people lose their job, they have to go to the warehouse. I'm going to blow a stop to hype. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the retail people are not taking warehouse jobs. What's happening is, is there's a shift in labor. So I think the retail people sure. are either going and working an office job or waiting tables or something. And the warehouse labor force has opened up. I mean, I, th- I do see the, yeah. you know, I see the correlation. However, it's not the exact same labor that's shifting over. Yeah, it's not like Steve is going to do right. both. Steve, when like, he lost have- his re- retail job yeah. at Macy's, is like, ah, I think I'm going to go work at this office. Now, we're going to play this video right here. This is an actual Amazon video that they play for their warehouse employees. Uh-huh. Okay? Like, uh-huh. you know how we have to watch training videos up here? Right. Listen I to never, this. I never. I always pay a, an intern to watch those for well, me. Well, I, I would do the same if I worked at Amazon. Listen to this. Have you ever wondered how Amazon gets your packages to you so quickly? We do it with two things, amazing technology and amazing people. Tell us about yourself, Sean. I receive products and I'm a horrible dancer. Can we see some moves? The slam machine weighs, scans your box, and attaches a label all in like one second. Oh, and that's Ryan. 
He loves photography. I do love photography. Finally, what? Jackie gives every single box a long and loving hug before loading oh. it onto a truck. No, I don't. Oh, maybe just this one? Okay. Aw, you love it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Saying you love it after coercing her into hugging a box is gross. <laughs> <laughs> What did Jackie? It's look? a training video. What did Jackie? Look? I do love photography. What, what did Jackie look like? Uh, no, I can't tell you. I don't really remember. I know. Um, by the way, Amazon has texted in multiple times. I'm going to read you these in order. At least four, to my knowledge. Next one, at least nine. Amazon DFW <laughs> area. The next one, this is Amazon. My mega warehouse is in Roanoke. The next one, there are at least eight warehouses in DFW for Amazon. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yes, y'all are doing a great job. Um, now, right here is a clip about, it's an Amazon executive, and he's talking about, hey, it's very important for these workers, or she's talking about how important it is for these workers to work fast. Because people buy stuff, we got to get it to them quick. Yes. The injury and illness rate in the warehouse industry is higher than industries like coal mining, construction and logging. At this point, we should probably turn to Amazon because they've increased competitive pressure across the industry. As a former executive explains, they set the bar high. There is a promise of speed, which is completely sacred. When you receive an email message from Amazon saying that the item is on the way and you will get it tomorrow, that promise has to be met at oh. any cost. God, wow. any, cost. any cost. <laughs> any cost. Wow. Okay. If you so you lose your foot. It doesn't matter. This is, and you know the the quickness of the turnaround. So I'm amazed by it. It's amazing. So yesterday, I'm just gonna go ahead and blow my dad's spot up. It's nine o'clock. He's in a lawn chair and waiting for fireworks on the Fourth of July, and he's on his phone shopping for shoes. I mean, you can just shop at all times, yeah. and you know you're going to get it fast, and so it's like you're just kind of in this mode where it's like, oh yeah, I'll, uh, boom, I'll just buy it. There, there was a, there's this uh, back cream that you know take re- relief pain on your back. Oh yeah, the MU. Yes, the MU. And so my dad is showing it to me last night. I'm like, should I order this on Amazon right now or stop by a pharmacy on the way home? Like, that's where your mindset is now. Yeah. It used to be like, if it was something you needed, you went to a brick and mortar place immediately and got it. Now you're like, I bet I can get this tomorrow, even if I order it on a holiday. Like, that's where we are with all this stuff. And that's why you don't think about what's actually going into it. Right. You just know, you just want your stuff. Right. Give it to me. Now, here's an Amazon worker. Uh, not it's actually not an Amazon worker. Yeah, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the warehouse, <laughs> talking about how taxing the workhouse the warehouse day is. And look, Amazon is not the worst actor in this industry. They generally don't subcontract out their warehouses, and they made headlines last year for raising workers' base pay to fifteen dollars an hour. But being not the worst is a low, low bar. The conditions in their warehouses are not nearly as fun as their ads like to suggest. They can be physically draining, as this seasonal worker in his 70s will tell you. I had a scanner in my hand, and the scanner would tell me to go pick up a box of Oreo cookies. And the purple section, I would uh, go there, and then I'd get another scan, go pick up some STP oil and the green section which is the opposite side of the warehouse which the warehouse is two football fields or three football fields so I would end up on a 10-hour shift walking 15 to 17 miles a day 
Wow! Yeah. And watching that might stick in your head the next time that you're sitting there ordering next day delivery of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to order him. Okay, so that's an old guy, though. It's an old guy working. Right, right. Let's talk about the guy in his early 20s working at the warehouse. The rate at which Amazon has workers pick items can exhaust workers of any age. Pickers like Stephen Abadili walk 15 miles or more each day to retrieve as many as 200 items an hour. A handheld device dictates every move and counts down tasks to the second. It would say, I need to be in aisle 54, get this item, and then suddenly you're going to aisle 72 and you have 10 seconds. Abadili struggled to keep up and, like many, was eventually let go. I would get out of work, get home, and sit on the couch, and my body would just quit on me right then. You're a guy in your early 20s, yeah, and you're still wiped out. I was dead at the end of the day. All right, so here's what my fear is as I listen to this. They're going to be able to train robots to do this oh, if they haven't already. Oh, we get into robots. And so I'm sitting there going, I understand the, you know, it's like, think, talk to the guys that work in roofing or the guys that work in construction out on the streets, yeah. you know. They feel the same way. It's like, however, it is a avenue to provide. Mm-hmm. So are you willing to do that? And a lot of times people take this kind of labor because either they love physical labor, it's the only thing that they can do. And so while Amazon's taking over the world, at least we're not doing robots right now and there's still some job opportunity. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second on that thought. Okay. You're you're very close. Spoiler alert. Now, first I would do want to play this clip because it's very funny. Okay. Now here is about workers and going to the bathroom. Oh dear. Warehouse workers and going to the bathroom. If you go to the bathroom during your break, you're going to have to wait in line and you're not going to make your numbers for that period and you're going to have someone come and talk to you. If you're far away from the bathroom, it's going to take you a long time just to get there, use it, and get back. Now your rate has plummeted. Unless you really, really, really have to, just hold it until you have your lunch break because it will mess up your rate and they will find any excuse to fire you. And that's just not a good system for multiple reasons, including the fact that when people shorten their time in the bathroom, they don't shorten the bathroom part, they shorten the hand-washing part. So the next time you order something online, it's probably safe to assume it's been packed by urine-soaked hands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now, this could be people getting interviewed here. could be just butthurt people that get fired from not working hard. I want to be clear about that. Right, right, right. But I just thought this was all very entertaining. Now, it's a I would imagine this is a high burnout job. But, you know, the thing thing I'm thinking about this, KT, as I'm thinking about this, there should be obligations for companies that are making this much money to hire and provide for more people. Yes. It will it will drop the pro- the profit margin a little bit, but in the grand scheme of things they're so profitable, they should have an obligation to help build the country and help people provide for their families. Bezos's extra income, well he's got a lot of extra income. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's all going towards like space studies and stuff like that. Right. And I he's mean, built like a rocket that looks like a dong. There <laughs> What? There is, but th- this is where we start getting into these conversations about capitalism and pure capitalism, and where socialism comes in, and all these kind of conversations. That was a doink. That was a dog. The Ooh. basic idea is that you, as you achieve these levels of uber wealth, yeah, you should utilize it to help the greater good of the community and employ more people. 
Exactly. Especially but in, it's, a especially, it's a mentality. Especially in your company. Right. And it might be happening in, you know, it's just not laid out here, you right. know. Right. Um, let's talk about robots, though. Okay. A couple of robot incidents that went poorly at Amazon. Amazon is rolling out more and more robots in its warehouses, increasingly working side by side with humans, a relationship which isn't always seamless. An automated machine like this one, used by Amazon to move merchandise, accidentally punctured a can of bear repellent. The toxic bear spray got into the building's air vents. More than 50 workers complained about trouble breathing and a burning sensation in their eyes and throats. Yeah, the workers were bear maced by a robot. <laughs> you you brought that story to the yes, end, didn't you? We did that. I remember that story. Oh, um, that's good. And it happened again. I think that happened twice. It happened again in Texas. That's when the other one happened. So you know, we played that funny commercial at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of did that's a parody. A robot? They did a parody bit of it at the end. I'll play that for you real quick. And okay. then we got here. Have you ever wondered how Amazon gets your packages to you so quickly? We do it with two things, amazing technology and amazing people. Every day, thousands of items arrive and Sean goes to find them. Tell us about yourself, Sean. I pick up products and I'm a horrible dancer. Oh, that's fun. (laughs) Can we see some moves? Oh, I've already walked 12 miles today. I said dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that's Ryan. He moves items around the fulfillment center. I don't have time to go to the bathroom, so I'm just going to stand here and wet myself. (laughs) Good for you, Ryan. All right. And this is Alberto. Well, my friends call me Al. And I gotta say, I really think a union would help address some of the systemic problems that we're Uh-oh, having. Uh-oh, bear spray! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Finally, Jackie hugs every box. No, I don't. Aw, maybe just this one? Okay. Because a lot of people want this job. Okay. One day, a robot will hug boxes, and we'll be done with this whole charade. Yeah, I get it. But until then, hug the box, Jackie. Okay, um... Good, now kiss it. I said, kiss the box. <laughs> Every day, hundreds of thousands of packages are shipped to your front door. And that's all because of our amazing associates. Happy Prime Day, everyone. Happy Prime Day. Bear spray! <laughs> and that's uh, right after uh, Prime Month. No, that was Pride Month. Oh. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, whole different thing. But some so of those again, people were also involved I in that. kiss the box. I just thought it was interesting. I want to be... I, I, I do get the vibe some of those people being interviewed were like... We're yeah. probably guess there was one quick one too where they were like, grinders. where they did offer like hey if you get your rate up this hour we'll give you a, a big a big gift you know kind of office morale up and the gift was a ten dollar gift card to In and Out Burger. <laughs> <laughs> They're like what? Speaking. We worked harder for that. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 